Welcome again to Lullaby the First Steps. Today I'm going to be talking to you about just making up your own lullaby. And the more I talk to people about lullabies, the more I realize that this is a really common thing. And particularly, many of my friends ended up making it, well, using well-known songs, but adapting them to include the name of their child. And so this episode, I'm not going to teach you a specific lullaby, but I just want to talk to you about this as being something that you might like to consider yourself. Think of the name of your baby and think about some of the songs that you might know already that you can adapt to suit them. A friend of mine, Sue, sent me a recording last week. She was off having a walk and she recorded herself singing a few of the lullabies she used to sing to her kids, which was just wonderful. And the first one that she sent to me was that one that she used to sing for her son, Hayden. And this is what she used to sing. Hey dee, hey dee ho, the great big elephant is so slow. Hey dee, hey dee ho, the elephant is so slow. He swings his trunk from side to side as he takes the children for a ride. Hey dee, hey dee ho, the elephant is so slow. And the lovely thing with that is that your baby does learn to recognize its name very, very quickly. And so if you include a name or something that feels a little bit like their name in the song, then they love it. And as they get a little bit older and can sing themselves, then this is one of the kind of song that they really catch on to. Her other child was called Claire. And Claire had a few songs that her mum used to sing, but this one I really enjoyed. Clairzy, Clairzy, give me your answer, do. I'm half crazy, or for the love of you. It won't be a stylish marriage. I can't afford a carriage. But you'll look sweet upon the seat of a bicycle built for two. So once again, Claire became Clairzy, Hayden became Heidi Heidi Ho, and all rather gorgeous. The other thing that is a completely legitimate thing to do is just make something up. And a lot of mums that I've spoken to, that's exactly what they start doing. You're just humming away to your baby and start humming some kind of little tune and then you make up random little words. You could be singing just, I love you, I love you, go to sleep my baby, I love you, I love you, go to sleep my child. Sleeping, sleeping, sleeping my baby, sleeping, sleeping, sleeping my child. Both of those I just made up on the spot. And that is a totally good and wonderful thing to do. You'll find that there are just these 
melodies and rhythms and words that will come to you. And the other thing you can do is just hum. Your baby will respond beautifully if you're holding him or her against your chest and they just hear you humming any kind of melody. So it can be, you know, the latest Beyonce hit. It can be a lovely piece of classical music and just humming it or humming something, any kind of melody will be incredibly soothing for your baby. One of the really important things to know is that singing to your baby, whether it's still unborn or whether it is a newborn baby, not only is a really soothing thing for the child, but it's also a very, very soothing thing for the parent. And they've done studies with mothers who are suffering from postnatal depression in it's a hospital in Sydney, in fact, and they have found that by teaching the mothers to sing lullabies and then come together with other mothers to sing lullabies to their newborn babies, it made a measurable difference to the way, improved difference to the way that the mothers were feeling. And they are seriously considering bringing lullabies in as a form of therapy. The other really important thing is the impact that singing lullabies has on babies that are born prematurely. And even if the baby is in an incubation chamber, just having the mother or the father or the grandparent or the nurse singing to the baby has a wonderfully positive impact. So don't feel as if you have to sing what is recognized as a, a real lullaby. The important thing is that you sing, that your baby hears your voice, and it is a wonderful thing for both of you. My husband, when my son was very young, used to sing On Top of Old Smokey, which is about as unlikely a lullaby as you could imagine. But good on him, and my son still remembers it. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know that, it goes something like this. On top of old Smokey, all covered in cheese, I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. It fell off the table, then onto the floor, and then my poor meatball rolled out of the door. And I suspect that a lot of that can explain the fact that my son has actually got a very, very good comedic side to him. So now on the subject of fathers, it's I've realized that with my female voice, these podcasts could very, very much seem as if singing lullabies is all about women, but it really isn't. It's just as important that fathers and grandfathers and male carers look uh, also sing. And so next episode, I've got a very exciting men's lullaby session, which I hope you will be able to tune in for. If you've enjoyed listening to Lullaby the First Steps, please press subscribe and also share it with your friends. For more information on how important lullabies are, or for the lyrics of the lullabies we learn on the podcast, please go to our website, 
which is at www.lullabythefirststeps.com. And until next time, happy singing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.